These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is Three Shots In. And today we're talking about... Welcome to Three Shots In. I'm Jake. I'm Jess, and this is episode nine. Episode nine, where we're talking about raps, or or just rap. It was just rap. I think the word was just, there's no S. One rap. You can talk about as many raps as you want, but the, the topic, you know, was rap. Rap, that's right. And this is one of those rare occasions where we did not go live and take shots first. Mm-hmm. So we'll be taking shots while we're recording. Yes. Speaking of which, let's do shot one now. Let's do shot one. A little rough for you this time? A little rough. Oh, really rough for you this time? Yeah. Yeah, I got really hammered last night. Oh, wow. Um, Like, really hammered. Basically, slept today until, like, 4 p.m. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was my birthday, you know? I mean, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Officially. Thank you. That's February right. 10th was Jacob's birthday. He turned, what, like, 30? I'm No, I'm not 30. 29. No, I'm not 29. I'm 26. Oh. Yes, 26. Uh, basically, I don't have any more fun birthdays. That's it. What'd you do? Well, I went to a winery for... Uh, Danny had this wine membership thing, and they had like a members-only event. Oh, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Nice. Yeah, so we went there, and then we went to uh, the Hills house uh-huh. afterwards, uh, uh-huh. Joey and Tony, and... Basically got fucking hammered. Nice. Played some games and fucking fell asleep at some point. At their house? Yeah. Yeah. We slept there. (laughs) Until four? No, no, no. I slept. Well, what time did I wake up? I think I woke up at like maybe nine and then uh, fell back asleep, fell back to sleep on the couch for like another two hours. And then me and Danny went home where I watched an episode of a TV show for like 20 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. Paused it. Went to sleep on the couch when I woke up at like 4.15. Mm-hmm. Still feeling pretty rough, but, you know, just showered and got ready really slowly. Wow. Are you sure you want to be doing this right now? Of course. Okay. Jessica, this is who I am. Okay. Alcohol is? Yeah. Alcohol is it defines me. <laughs> um, Seems a little dangerous. Yeah. No, I don't remember falling asleep. So you blacked out? At some point. Like, I remember sitting on the couch and then next thing I know... I'm laying down on the couch with a pillow and a blanket and it's like eight in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Did Danny get sloshed or? Oh yeah. Yeah. Danny was really drunk. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Everyone was. I know, but I I just know that your wife just has a, mm, an intolerance for alcohol. This is true. And uh, it can have very ill effects, Jacob. Ill indeed. Yes. No, she did not vomit at all. Or pee on anything. And she was a trooper. Uh, I think she had a... She had like many wines at the, she literally just bought a bottle and was just drinking bottles of wine at the winery and then had a shot of Fireball and continued her wine drinking. Dane was hammered. Nice. Yep. Oh man. You know, getting hammered is fun. You know who I'd like to get hammered with? 
our patrons. That's exactly what I was going to say. And it just so happens that we have gotten hammered with many of them. Not all of them, but many. And I'll begin by thanking them and listing their names. Good. Mom and Dad, Terry and Danny, Sweet Sam, Ricky, TJ, David, Jeremy, Abria, Thomas, Flash, and Alan. Most of you, we have gotten absolutely hammered with. Yes. Our parents included. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but some of you, we have not. And you are in our hearts every time we take sips. Every time I take a sip, I think of our patrons. Mm-hmm. I always, you know, usually if I'm pouring a shot, I'll pour one for me. And then I pour one for the patrons, you know? Oh, I mean, like, I wish you I would, this is a rental. I really wish you wouldn't do that, though. Oh, no, I'm not wasting it. I'm not pouring on the floor. I'm pouring into, pouring into another shot glass and I'm taking that for them. I don't, you don't, you don't have to do that, though. No, of course I do. No, they, I think they're okay. They can just sense that we're taking shots and, you know, let's just take this second shot. Okay. Second one. Yeah, it's just hitting different tonight. Oof. Yeah. Um, did we say what we're taking shots of? Oh, we did not. We're taking shots of, you guessed it, Tierra Fertile. It's just really smooth. Not tonight for whatever reason. Yeah. It's kind of hurting me tonight. It's not hurting me. It just doesn't have that like really nice smooth taste. Well, last night uh, I had a lot of different kinds of alcohol, you know, which would be explained why I got so hammered. Yeah. I had beers, fireball, and that was all just pre-gaming before I went to Keepersall. <laughs> to the snooty. Yeah, the very <laughs> wine snooty tasting wine event. tasting um, <laughs> where I drank an abundance of wine and then got a, oh, I also had a gimlet, which is gin. Yum. And then I got a, what do they call it? A Texas Twilight, which is, it was oh, like. you told me. Yeah, it was like bourbon mixed with like sweet and sour and like port wine. Yum. It was really fucking good. Like I would definitely get that. I'm going to figure out how to make that shit really good. I really do like their port wine they have there. It's really mm-hmm. good. And then had more fireball in the car and then had a lot more beer. And um, there's a this really cheap whiskey called Lead Slingers that Joey had, and it is horrendous. It is arguably the worst that I've ever had. Lead Slingers? Lead Slingers. Doesn't sound like a great name for anything. I mean, it's an accurate name. (laughs) It was not good. Because it felt like lead when it hit your stomach? It did. And I was just chugging it out the bottle. You said it was a whiskey? Yeah. Some sort of whiskey or bourbon or something. How did you not gag? You're so bad at shooting whiskey. Yeah. It was gross. Did you gag? Uh, probably. I don't, I don't recall gagging. But okay. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as me, I don't really have any updates. I don't know about you. We kind of talked about your birthday. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess as far as updates go, that's really it. I wanted to talk about the the Texas Twilight. So I already did that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, turn, I'm, turn 26, nothing, nothing special, you know, totally kind of a, kind of a dull affair. Okay. Until I am 30, then I'll have a rager. A rager at 30. Yeah, like a block party. Wow, that's like, a lot. Like we're going to get on the news, you know? How are you going to afford that? I'm assuming that I'll be rich when I'm 30. You assume that? <laughs> yeah, I'll have, I'll have millions of dollars. So in four more years? When I'm 30, yeah. Okay. How you plan on doing that? Oh, this and that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just All some, right. just, you know. A little of this. Uh-huh. little here, a little there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Wow, four years isn't a long time. It's long enough. Is it? One, two, yeah, that's that's a lot. Okay. All right. Well, think about it. Four well, years ago, I was 22. That is math. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a long time, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can make millions of dollars. Totally. I think you're good. Maybe I'll invest in, I don't know, some business that is like really stupid 
and everyone tells me that's a waste. Don't spend your money there. But I do it anyway because it's no one tells me what to do. Like everyone who invested in Apple and everything. That's and then it turns into the right new now. Apple. Yeah. And I'm a millionaire. Right. Right. So who that knows? could be cool. Who knows? That could be cool. Uh, drinks. We have the fuck did we have <laughs> the apple so it was called apple cinnamon sleigh bell yeah and it was one of those really corny christmas mixers you got for yeah the christmas? christmas themed mixers that i bought on clearance right from was it marshall's uh, either marshall's or tj maxx like one of those like disgusting stores that like nothing is organized is just thrown everywhere yeah yeah so i i'm gonna be honest jacob i didn't have a lot of faith in the apple cinnamon sleigh bell yeah when the, i saw it the sleigh bell was not, uh, I did not expect it. Yeah, it looked to, pretty bad. To be good. looked pretty bad. And and we had to mix it with whiskey. Add your add your own whiskey and ice and shake it. And I got to say, it it's delightful. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. We mixed it with it. Maker's Mark because mm-hmm. we hate it and wanted to get rid of it. This is the only way I will drink it is when it's covered up by flavors of many other things. Yeah, like apples and cinnamon and sleigh bells. And sleigh bells. I've never, I've never tried a sleigh bell personally, well, but you just did. I imagine after tasting this that they would be wonderful. It's a really good. I mean, I don't know if the the flavor of the tequila just isn't oh, just isn't doesn't as, pair isn't as pleasant tonight, you know, as you would like this this apple cinnamon sleigh bell shit really covers it up. So this is true. Speaking of which, we do have one last shot we before do. we move into the first wheel spin. Correct, last one. Yeah, so excited. Oh man, the drink helps a lot, honestly. I think that was our problem. What do you was, mean? Um, drinking like the sweet sleigh bell before taking shots. Mm. So I think our taste buds. No, that's a good point. We're like very displeased to go from something sweet and delicious to to go tequila from, from something so dry to something incredibly artificially sweet. Yeah, I don't yes. think I don't think my my mouth was prepared very for good such point. atrocities. Very good point. Well, okay, who's spinning the wheel first? Why don't you go ahead, birthday I'm gonna, boy? I'm going to spin it. It's my birthday. I'm going to do it. Okay, if every crime you ever committed was recorded, how long would your rap sheet be? So I think this is saying, obviously, Jessica, you've never been caught doing crime. Mm-hmm. But everyone has done crime. Sure. Maybe not big crime, right? We're not talking murders, but, oh, shit, unless you murdered someone. I mean, no, I, I didn't. I don't know about you. No, no, of course not. All right. I would never admit to that. Sure. Well, of course not. Of course you wouldn't admit to it. Right. I'm right. just saying I really didn't, though. No, of course Really? Me neither. Right. No, I'm serious. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think we're on the same page. All right. Um. So if I had, well, you're you're answering first. You did spin first, so I guess oh. I'll let you go. Uh, how long would my rap sheet be? It'd be pretty long. Yours would be a lot longer than mine. Yeah, I've done I've done a lot of things. Right. Um, stolen. Uh, the occasional B and E. You know. Broken into someone's house. I mean, no one lived there. So you broke in and entered, and that was it. Yeah, and just hung out. In the empty house. Why? Get drunk. Have fun. Okay. I wasn't I alone. I mean, that's child logic, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't break anything, you know? It was just, like, unlocked already? Yeah. It was, like, checked all the windows. One was open. Or one was unlocked. Climbed in. Gotcha. Unlocked the door from the inside. Party. You know? <laughs> um, what else have I done? Uh, See, I'm trying to think. I So, it wouldn't be a very long list, you know, if everyone, if every single person had a list, a rap sheet of illegal things, mm-hmm. even the tiny legal, illegal things, then I think everyone would have a pretty long rap sheet. In comparison to all those others, mine wouldn't be that long. You you don't do a lot of illegal things? No. Nah. 
No, what I about, don't. What about like driving without a seatbelt? I don't. You don't do that? I really don't. I will drive higher than the speed limit. <gasps> I do that. I Terrible. Go, do you text and drive? Uh, I mean, I have before, I guess. Wow. Maybe a handful of times. I, I don't like to. I typically don't. Usually I'll just pull over. Have you ever carried a weapon into a government building? No. Almost did once. I was like, because uh, if I recall this story, you did. I didn't. You did. You entered the building. Oh, they found it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I So I had a little like old blunted like pocket watch in my purse one time. Terry had given it to me and I kind of just threw it in there. It's one of those things like I only ever take it out if I need a knife in a situation where there just isn't another one. Usually Terry has one and I'm, if I'm out, usually I'm with him. Yeah. Um. So it was just floating around in my purse and uh, I walked into a federal courthouse <laughs> mm-hmm. and they found it. They were really cool about it, though. I was like, I am so sorry. I really thought I I'd been really careful. I had no idea that was in there. My bad. And they were like, no problem. We'll just keep it here. You going in, you know, no problem. It was it was uh, probably the best. Um, it went really well. OK, yeah. OK, that's good. Um, I mean, I've gone every single I am always carrying a knife. So like every time I go to like a school, I have I'm, I'm strapped, you know, um, does strapped mean armed? Usually it means with a gun. I thought it was with a gun. But in this case, I'm saying it for my knife. Oh, OK. Um, and most recently, actually, I went to the uh, DPS office, which is the DMV. Mm-hmm. everywhere else but you know texas we like yeah, to be special of course um and obviously they have like signs like no weapons at all permitted and i actually had i had my knife in my pocket and i had like a really big knife in my backpack oh my god yeah like a like a rambo knife i mean now that i think about it i probably had the knife in my purse when i went in there i just mm-hmm. didn't think about it so yep. yeah i mean that's on there i'm not saying i haven't done illegal things i have but some of them are on accident and some of them are the little bullshit things everybody does. You ever want a red light? Yes, but not on purpose. It was one of those like it turned yellow when I was close enough that I didn't want to break, but far enough that it was risky. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah, I run red lights all the time. Don't. No, I do, though. Don't do it, though. It's the peer pressure. You know, it's everyone does it, Jess. No, really. Everyone. Everyone. Does. Well, the mo- the, I remember when we moved here, it was like appalling seeing someone run a red light. But then after like a few days, you're like, oh my God, literally every red light you come to, someone runs it. Almost. Like. So not for me. I don't, I really don't see it that often. Okay. But I don't, I'm not out driving as often as you either. Yeah. Like you and Danny go out fairly often and you're always commuting to and from work and stuff. I work from home. We homeschool the kids. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't leave that often, but I, I've definitely seen people run red lights more here even than even in California. Yeah. Well, dude, straight up cops don't even care. I've only ever seen someone get pulled over for running red light once. And it was a really bad one. Like it was, the light turned red. I'm going straight. So my mind turned green. We all start moving. And then a big truck is hauling ass and just zooms through the intersection. Wow. And unfortunately for him, there was a cop literally right next to me. Yeah. And he sirens on, went after him. Um, But that's the only time I've ever seen it. I've seen people straight up run red lights in front of cops. Do not care. I have personally ran a red light and looked in my mirror, saw that there was a cop behind me. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> like I'm screwed. Nothing, not a single thing. Did I ever tell you I almost got hit by someone running a red light? No, I was walking. Oh, oh. Yeah. so I was, I was, uh, I was in, it was my senior year of high school and I was walking home and, um, I was crossing that, like it was right by the high school. I was yeah. crossing the street 
one street over from the street in front of the school. Okay. So it was right where you cross and uh, the little donut shop is on the corner. Yeah. The, you know? What was it? Donut Hut? Donut Hut or, yeah, it was Donut Hut because Donut Prince was the one on the other end by yeah, the yeah, yeah. field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I wait for the light and it, you know, cues me to go. I took like maybe three steps off the curb and this fucking lady, like, Yikes. In a like minivan of all things <laughs> goes and just like fucking guns it through the light right past me. And she wasn't that close, not not close enough for me to like shit my pants or anything, you know, but close enough that like if I had decided to like jog across, she might have hit me mm. that kind of thing. So <laughs> she did that. And I was like, oh. <gasps> And I turn around to look at like, did anyone else see that? And there's a cop on a motorcycle right next to me. <laughs> and I was like, thank God. And immediately he yeah. went after her. <laughs> well, that was in Burbank, dude. Those cops don't fuck around. They've got nothing else to fucking do. Like, what they, are you doing committing crimes in Burbank? They have they have nothing to do. They don't fuck around. You're going <laughs> six miles over the speed limit. You're getting a ticket. Like, yeah. Right. Well, if you get caught. Mm-hmm. There was once, there was like a domestic dispute and it wasn't like, it wasn't something like a, like a man beating his wife or anything crazy like that. It was like a party where two dudes got drunk and started shouting. Oh, and like 17 cops. No, show seriously. Up. <laughs> like one. They blocked down the whole street. Like two patrol cars. One <laughs> like four door sedan. Yeah. A, a helicopter. Canine unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just bored. Dude, they, you know, they're excited when they get that. <laughs> like finally. <laughs> This is my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really remember really any major crime going down in Burbank while we lived there. I think you're wrong. I could be wrong. There's just a tiny bell ringing for me, but I, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember now. Yeah. Like I know, like, I mean, there were like bodies found <laughs> in like places around, but it was before our time. Sure. And that's because there was an active serial killer who was dumping bodies in Burbank. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I think I, I think I've, I've heard of like a shooting here or there, but that's mostly people who are driving through Burbank. You know, like they're not Burbank actually in Burbank. is one of those small towns, small, like mostly suburban sort of towns that likes to think it's super cool because downtown LA is, should be 15 minutes away, <laughs> but it's actually like an hour drive because yeah. of the traffic. It's like um, 10 miles. <laughs> yeah, like it's right there, but you're really not that cool. You know, you see a lot of ce celebrities in Burbank. It's mm -hmm. uh, where a lot of like filming happens and a lot of filmmaking and stuff like that. But it's really not that great. Right. Well, not that L.A. is great either. I really don't think that either. I think both of them are very. What's the word? Pretentious. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's um like overhyped, over. Yeah. Ex not, not exaggerated. No, yeah. Overhyped works. Yeah. They're not as great as mm -hmm. people try to make them seem. Burbank. L.A. is legitimately dangerous. Okay. <laughs> yes. Burbank likes to think it's like, you know, edgy because it's mm -hmm. right there. It's just not. They're like, oh, my goodness. People were smoking marijuana joints while they were walking up to the Hollywood it's, sign. Yeah, it's that kind of suburban. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are losing their minds over something. So like something that's still that's legalized. <laughs> that's that's Burbank. Um, how do we get there? Dude, I don't fucking remember talking about rap sheets. And crimes and somehow oh, was, we got on. Sorry, I was talking about that lady that almost hit me running a red light. You oh, were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. how you run a whole bunch of them. Oh, all the time. I never do if I can help it. Yeah, all the time. I have spent hours 
Like I've seen way too many, um, dash cam fucking car crashes. Yeah. I mean, but those are almost always in Russia. Not always, but almost always. It's like 40% Russia, 60% the rest of the world, literally anywhere. I think it's all Russia. It's not. Why do you think Russia has so many dash cams? Um, I think because their traffic system is absolute garbage and they really don't invest anything in making like sure the infrastructure are, for it. it really. Yeah. That like there's no, it seems like that that specifically is really flawed and because car crashes and like fender benders and stuff like that are so common. It's like expected that if you're going to drive around in Russia, you have a dash cam front and back. Oh yeah, and there's all oh, those insurance oh, no, no. frauds. I actually, yeah, insurance fraud specifically was something I read about one time. Yeah, the people that like Throw put, their, put their car in reverse yeah. and like bump into you and then get out. And they're like, what the fuck, you hit me. Uh-huh. <laughs> my or back, my they're, back. They're, uh, you're like, I don't know, six inches into the crosswalk and they throw themselves on your hood, that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, I don't think they have crosswalks in Russia, but I also don't think that's okay. the law. They probably have crosswalks, Jessica. Uh, every single video I've seen is of someone like jaywalking. Maybe because someone, if they were to use the crosswalk, they wouldn't be getting hit by a car. What I'm saying is that just because it works like that here doesn't mean it works like that everywhere else. I think that they have crosswalks in Russia. No, I'm sure they have designated places also, for people to cross safely. Russia's fucking massive. But it's so. actually illegal here to cross the street that isn't a crosswalk. I don't know that that's true. Oh, I jaywalk else. all the time. Of course you do. Of course everybody does. Yeah. But I don't know that that is a, an illegal thing in other countries is all I'm saying. Like where I work, the the building is like kind of on its own little spot. And so to go anywhere, you have to cross the streets and you have to like, uh, usually, you, you know, I mean, you go to the light or whatever. Um, and so you can like, you can press the button and wait for the crosswalk thing. But like, there's no one fucking driving. Why are you gonna waste your time? Just walk. So like, I will walk when like, the traffic, their light is green and they have like, they have the green light to hit me and I'm just going, well, fuck it, you know, never been hit. Also did that in front of a cop, nothing happened. Hit someone? Uh, no, uh, illegally cross the street <laughs> like that. Well, I mean, what the fuck are they gonna do? Like sure, it's illegal, but do they really wanna stop you and do any paperwork or? I don't know, they'd have to do paperwork for a ticket. I'm not getting arrested, I'd get a ticket. I mean, even that, yeah. it's not worth their time. Well, you know what is worth everyone's time? listening to me. Oh, you're going first? I'm gonna go first. Nice. Yes. So when we talked about rap, I tried to find like, I looked up like uh, the like candy wrapper killer. And like, <laughs> I tried to find. You wanna know something crazy? <laughs> I thought of the same thing. <laughs> I was like, what's like a, like a serial killer whose like calling card was to leave rappers. Rappers. <laughs> <laughs> or I even thought of like like a killer who was discovered, like the reason he was found out is because he ate something and left a rapper somewhere. Well, I found a, a murder that took place and if we have time, I will talk about that. If not, then, you know, look it up yourself. So okay. the first thing I'm talking about is not a rapper with a W, but rapper with an R. Oh. We're gonna be talking about Iggy Azalea. Ah. Yeah, uh, oh, ironically, she's been getting a, a bad rap huh? her entire career. Like, everyone fucking hates this woman. I don't right? hate her at all. Okay, so you're not everyone. I know. Everyone else hates her. Okay. Right, I never really understood why. Uh, they think her music sucks or she's ugly or something, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think she's ugly <laughs> and I don't listen to her music so I, I can't really say anything, but. Okay. Uh, no, why we're talking about Iggy Azalea, this was this, this was an article, um, came out about two weeks ago. This This is fresh is because Iggy Azalea 
um, started an OnlyFans. Oh my goodness. Yes. And She's gorgeous, so I'm sure that that's popular. Well, hold on. So obviously OnlyFans is like, you know, sex work, essentially. Right? That's what you'd expect to see. You'd expect to see well, it, pictures of nudes or like sex tapes. Or just scandalous photos. That's another one. Sure. Or feet pics, you know? Sure. Basically, if you go if you're going on to OnlyFans, you're you're gonna beat off or flick your bean or whatever you're gonna do. Something like that. Um well, Iggy is doing it a little differently. Um Interesting. Yes. So apparently she's Australian. Which is fun. Is she really? Mm -hmm. Australian rapper. So hers is different. Her OnlyFans is not like the normal OnlyFans. Is it upside down? <laughs> no. She's <laughs> using the platform of OnlyFans to, uh, quote, have a, uh, her, or create a, quote, year-long collaborative multimedia project entitled Hotter Than Hell that will feature music, photography, video, art, and um, content from her upcoming fourth studio album. So she's using it oh. as a platform of like seeing the like behind the scenes of the creation of her next album. That's awesome. Right? That's it's really cool. $25 a month, which is kind of pricey. Sure. Um, but it says that subscribers will get a front row seat to the project as it drops before the rest of the world sees it. Um, and basically like, I mean, it's it's everything I just said is a part of it. Like you'll see the original lyrics that she wrote and the original beat that she made, how things, get, really things cool. get changed as the process is going. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's think it's, awesome. I think it's really cool. And I think that, I don't know if she's the first one to do it. It's just the only one that really made sense or really um, stuck out to me. But um, I can see other people doing this for sure. That's a great idea. Good uh, for her. I hope that's successful. Yeah, especially because OnlyFans only takes 20% from the revenue stream. So she will end up making a lot more money there than if she were to have made like a documentary about her album or. I, I don't know, something else, somewhere else. Yeah, or uh, I don't know, she did Twitch streams or whatever. You know what would have been better? What? Patreon. Patreon would have been better. It doesn't take as much. But do you want to say I subscribe to Iggy Azalea's Patreon or I subscribe to Iggy Azalea's OnlyFans? That's true. Like it has a nice ring to it because you everyone's gonna be like, oh shit, you're seeing her nudes and it's Scandal. like Scandal. No. And just the like the connotation that comes from hearing OnlyFans will be enough to draw a bunch of people there out of curiosity. Yeah. She also allows um you can become a VIP if you tip two hundred and fifty dollars. You receive a one year link subscription. Uh so I think that's instead of paying the twenty five a month, if you just give her a two hundred and fifty dollars right away. You get a link to a, a, the whole year's subscription and she sends you a free photo that's just for you. Okay. So she probably like writes your name on a mirror or something. I mean, I don't know. And Whatever. like takes a pic in front of it. Cool. Whatever. Like it, I don't know. That makes sense to me. Uh, so right now she's at, uh, or when this article came out, she's at 685 subscribers. Tight. So not a lot, but it was just came out. Um, but That's, she had already received over $15,000 in tips. There's a silver lining to that, though, because with such a small crowd, those are diehard fans. Oh, yeah. Well, plus 685 times 25. That's $17,000 a month. Yeah. I thought that was super interesting. And I think that she if, if she came up with it, she's a genius or whoever is on her team that came up with the idea is a fucking genius. And I think that a lot of uh, artists are going to be following suit. Totally. I hope they do. Yeah, it's cool. 
You know, because I mean, no one wants to watch a fucking documentary about it, how an album was made, you know, Mm -hmm. that's lame as shit. But if you're following it as it's happening, that's cool. That's interesting. It's like being involved and getting a, like a really cool look into the process. Yes. That's cool. I think that's cool. Um, so next up, this is another rapper and technically he's not considered a rapper, but he does rap. So. All right. Um, a little less cool, right? Uh, we're going to be talking about R Kelly. Oh yes. So my entire life, I've always known that R Kelly pissed on little women. Okay. Little girls. Little. There we go. Uh, teenage girls. Yes. He, he took pisses right on their faces. 16, 15, yes. 14. And that was just kind of a, like, yeah, everyone knows that, you know, but why was he still making records and doing all this stuff? <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, no in, one seemed not, to care. Not from prison. And why did he just get sentenced to prison like last year? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, six months ago. Okay. I thought it was way before that. No, he was convicted like, in 2021. Okay. Was found guilty of his crimes. Yeah. But his sentencing hearing was postponed because of COVID. Oh. A long time. So I'm going to go through a timeline of events for R. Kelly. Okay. We're from all the way back from 1992 to today or 2023, which is, I I found an article that came out uh, literally like two days ago. So this is like very fresh. Okay. So January of 1992, Kelly comes out with his uh, debut album, Born Into the 90s. Okay. (laughs) Huge success. Like, obviously, everyone knows that R. Kelly will be a household name or whatever. The songs on that album were Honey Love, Slow Dance, or Hey Mr. DJ. She's got that vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And a notable lyric in one of his songs there was, uh, quote, Little Cute, Elias Got It. Okay. Doesn't really. Aliyah or Aliyah? Aliyah, Aliyah, A A L I Y A H. Like that's another artist. Um, maybe. Possibly. N- not important yet. Okay. Will be important in August 1994 when R. Kelly, he was about 27, uh, he married his protege, oh. Aliyah Hofton. Hofton. Aliyah. Aliyah. We'll call her Aliyah since you. Can are I see so, a picture? Uh, I don't have a picture. So you don't. You have no idea what she looks like. Okay, no, but if it's that important to you, I can just find a fucking picture. Jesus H. Oh, yes, she's an artist. She died. Uh, she was called the Princess of R&B. Yeah, she died in, I thought it was a plane crash or something. Uh, Yeah, she's dead. Died 2001. Do you remember Queen of the Damned? Yeah. That was her. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, and- not so much now that we're finding out she was married to a guy who peed on teenagers. Well, hold on. Okay. Okay. All right. She was his protege. And in 1994, they got married. He was 27 and she was 18, okay? Except that she wasn't actually 18. They had lied on her paperwork and her marriage license and she was actually 15. No, Aaliyah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then uh, ironically, in his album that came out next or during that other album where I said that he had a line in there about Aaliyah was a fine piece or whatever. Yeah. um, There was another quote that says, age ain't nothing but a number. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't go very well. Um, anyway, they get their marriage annulled. Okay. After, uh, her family had become aware of what was happening and reported it to some news media. Uh huh. And then yes, she died in a plane crash in 2001. So it doesn't sound very good. Uh, but in 1996, so two years later, uh, Kelly got married. He got married again. Um, he marries dancer choreographer Andrea Lee. Very nice. 
Um, except that that very same year in December, that's when the legal troubles begin. Tiffany okay. Hawkins files a suit against R. Kelly, uh, as well as his record publishing management companies, all that, all the fun stuff, claiming personal injuries and emotional damage arising from an alleged sexual relationship with Kelly, which she says began when she was 15 and ended when she was 18. Oof. Yeah. Not looking good. What doesn't look good as well is that the charges were dropped because the case was reportedly settled out of court. Ugh. Call that hush money. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, December of 2000, okay, the Chicago Sun-Times had published a report on the allegations of Kelly having sexual relationships with, with girls as young as 15. And they had a whole article about the whole thing. According to the story, the Chicago police had twice investigated allegations that Kelly was having sex with an underage girl, but dropped the investigations because the girl would not cooperate. Uh, of course they won't. They're having sex with fucking R. Kelly. They don't know any better, and they're being manipulated. Correct. Um, unfortunately, January 2001, right? Right after, um, a tape emerges. Uh-oh. Yes. So... Some news media anonymously received a videotape that appears to show R. Kelly having sex with a young woman. And out of concern that the person in the tape was underage, they turned it over to the Chicago police. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, come to find out, it was Tracy Sampson, an aspiring rapper and former intern at Epic Records. No. She filed a lawsuit against Kelly claiming he initiated a sexual relationship with her when she was 17. The case was settled out of court. How many cases has he settled? I don't know. We'll get there. February 2002, he continues to deny allegations. Um, apparently, uh, they found out that the girl in the tape was 14 at the time that the tape was made, and she was 17 now. No. Um, apparently, he denied the allegations, saying it's not true, blah, blah, blah. Uh, March 2002, so very soon after, um, the tape began being sold on the streets. Someone got a hold of it, made a copy of it, and made thousands of copies of it and was selling the R. Kelly sex tape. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor girl. Yeah, not looking great. Uh, April 2002, singer uh, R. Kelly is sued by Patrice Jones, who alleges that she was 16 when she began a sexual relationship with him. Um, the case was settled out of court. Where is Chris Hansen? <laughs> I know. Uh, May God, so terrible. 2002. We're still in 2002. Okay. Yeah. May 2002. Uh, Montana. He's still married to Aaliyah. No, uh, she's dead at this point. He's married to when choreographer she, dancer. I'm sorry. I, I he married to he married to Aaliyah married. in 1994, and they were they got annulled like right after. Okay. They I were, mean, they were married for like a minute. That's understandable. Yeah. Um. So May of 2002, Montana Woods, uh, 33 years old, sues R. Kelly. She alleges that he secretly taped their sexual encounter and that the tape was being sold. <gasps> um, the case was settled out of court. <laughs> June. How was he getting all this money? Dude, I I mean, he was literally like arguably the most successful like R&B artist at that time. The homie was probably making an insane amount of money. I mean, apparently. He's really talented, which sucks because he's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> he's disgusting. Um, June 2002, Kelly's indicted on 21 charges related to child pornography. Dude. Okay, after a second anonymous sex tape oh. <laughs> was delivered to the police. Um, apparently, he, he was arrested while on vacation in Florida. Um, he was released on bail and maintained his innocence. Uh, so a few years later, September 2005... 
his wife filed for an order of protection, but later they reconciled and they got back together. She didn't feel like she needed she to be She literally protected. filed a restraining order against him. But she didn't feel like she needed pr- to be protected from him But anymore. they were still married. She wasn't gonna file for divorce yet. It's disgusting. What's even more disgusting is in May 2007, um, R. Kelly's wife was actually interviewed for a magazine and- Buy a magazine? Buy a magazine for the magazine, I guess. <laughs> Essence magazine, never heard of it. Um, and she, her whole interview was her defending R. Kelly, saying he's innocent of all charges. We happen to know this is not true. Yeah. Now, May of 2008, um, they had a jury selection, okay, because remember, he was indicted. Mm-hmm. And so they approved 14 of the charges. Like I said, there were originally 21. He's still being charged with 14 cases of child pornography. This is after the attorneys have gone back and forth. Yes. Okay. I mean, this has been, it's been a few years. Okay. Like, this is a whole thing. Uh, but in June 2008, he was found not guilty guilty on all accounts and was acquitted. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there just isn't, they had a jury and everything, if there's I'm, no evidence. They did it very legally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. January of 09, Kelly and his wife divorce. Right? That I isn't. Mean, that's very shocking. Six months after he was acquitted, they divorce. Crazy. Which means she probably stayed with him through the trial. Yeah. And then they finalized the divorce in that January. Pay, you think he paid her to Oh, do it? definitely. He's paid everyone else. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't he pay her? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he's got a pattern, dude. Dang. Um, July of 2014, apparently there was like protests happening at the Fashion Meets Music Festival in Columbus, Ohio. Um, there were multiple protests and they had to cancel it because they had R. Kelly as like one of the headliners and people were like saying no, you know man is a rapist and, <laughs> and a child <laughs> he's, pornography he's a, collector. He's a pedophile. Yeah, like he's disgusting. And so, yeah, anyway, um, in December of 2015, he was being interviewed by HuffPost Live where they asked him questions about his alleg- past allegations and misconduct uh-huh. or whatever. And he stormed out of the interview. He was very angry. He wasn't there to talk about that, that stuff, Jessica. He was there to talk about his music. Okay? Oh, oh. He was angry. Okay. And then everything changed in 2017 when BuzzFeed decided to fuck R. Kelly hard. And they did. They Really? They released explosive articles outlining each and every allegation that Kelly uh, was holding a group of women against their will as part of what their parents call a cult. The group So of, I had heard just yes, a little bit about that. The R. Kelly sex cult? Teeny tiny bit. <laughs> and so uh, th- this group of people had cited in the article that Apparently their daughters who were above age, 18 to 31, um, were part of an entourage of at least six women that were attached to R. Kelly and were forced to do sexual acts. So he he headed a cult. Essentially, um, apparently they accused Kelly um, of manipulating and forcing these women to cut off contacts with the outside world. Yeah, I heard about <laughs> that as well. Um, unfortunately, the uh, the only one that they were able to talk to denied the claims and sent in a video to TMZ saying that everything was false and to stop speaking about her and her relationship with R. Kelly. Um, he probably forced her to <laughs> record a video and send it to TMZ, right? Like, probably. This is kind of what mean, he does. I don't know. Who knows? Um, in August of 2017, a 24-year-old uh, breached her uh, non-disclosure agreement and she tells BuzzFeed that she was 15 and a fan when she met R. Kelly in 2008 at, outside the Chicago courtroom where he was on trial for child pornography charges. Oof. She met him there and she says that they began a sexual relationship when she was 16. 
<laughs> October 2017, more allegations. Um, apparently another or a former Dallas DJ, uh, a woman, alleged that she was in a relationship with Kelly while in her 30s that mirrored allegations in the BuzzFeed art article. So she basically came out and was like, oh, dude, I totally think I was a part of that sex cult. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, April 2018, more protests. May 2018, another 20-year-old woman files a suit against R. Kelly claiming that he unlawfully gave her alcohol, assaulted her, and gave her a sexually transmitted disease. <gasps> no. Yes. Um, July 2018, apparently R. Kelly decided to release a song called I Admit. <laughs> Excuse me? Which was supposed to be, um, this was him denying allegations of everything. Yeah. He was saying, basically, I admit that I'm innocent or whatever. Sure. I didn't listen to the song, but maybe we'll listen to it in the break. I don't know. <laughs> uh, December, 2018. Um, so apparently they, oh, sorry, not December, January of 2019, a documentary was released surviving R Kelly. <laughs> oh no. Yes. Doesn't look good for R Kelly. This, this show receives huge ratings and reviews because um, it's what everyone's been waiting for. And, and it renewed calls for Kelly to be investigated. Um, Apparently his attorney had told CNN that his client had done nothing wrong and that someone with an agenda has done a hit piece on his client. Um, but February, 2019, Kelly was indicted again Yeah. <laughs> on, on some new charges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so apparently another, uh, video surfaced that shows him having sex with a young woman. Okay. okay. Why does he keep recording it? Because he's a sick freak. <laughs> like why he's, he's already gotten dinged twice for that. You've been to, court how many times over this bullshit? Yes. Yes. Quite Which a few. It's probably like not even a third of how much there actually is. Right. Because yeah. those are just the ones that went to court that he paid them off. How many people went to him directly that he just paid off? Or never said anything. Right. Um, so in February, a grand jury in a Cook County, Illinois had indicted R. Kelly on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. That's right. Which is a class two felony. So I don't think you can get life for that, but you can do some hard time, especially because there's 10 counts of them. Sure. So um, apparently this had involved four victims, which means mm, some of them had multiple cases. Um, and this also accused Kelly of sexual acts with three children older than 13, but younger than 17. Aww. They weren't allowed to give like any details. So like even the age wasn't given. Uh, he pled not guilty and he was released on bail. $100,000 bail, but still. Homie's got money it's for Kelly, days. So. Uh, March of 2019, he was interviewed and says, I'm very tired of all the lies. Okay, because he's innocent. Um, May of 2019, um, the grand jury meets again and issues an 11 count indictment on new charges ranging from aggravated criminal sexual assault and criminal sexual assault to aggravated criminal sexual abuse. So okay. they upgraded his charges. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, 2019, he's now receiving federal indictments. Whoa. 13 count indictment that includes child pornography and obstruction of justice charges. <laughs> He's also now charged with sex trafficking in New York <gasps> and attempting to influence a case in Atlanta uh, in a five count indictment from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Yes. August okay. 20 of 2019, um, the, let's see, he was charged with two counts of engaging in prostitution, okay, with a person under 18 in Minnesota. Um, he pled not guilty. Uh, apparently he said that he just gave her, uh, the 17 year old girl, his autograph and his phone number, but did not do anything. 
And when she came to his hotel room, he gave her $200 but just to, to dance for him, but that was it. She might have undressed while she danced too, but that was it. Wow. <laughs> he sees nothing wrong with what he's doing. He pleads not guilty to all of these things. Dude. And then he's also added on top of his shit, racketeering, kidnapping, forced labor, and sexual exploitation of a child. Oh. Like this motherfucker, every, every day, apparently there's new crimes coming out against him. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, September 2019, his uh, trial date was set. Uh, and it would be April of 2020. Now, unfortunately, you know, was it was COVID 2020 or 2021? It was 2021, right? Uh, whatever. Whatever. Um, so things kind of took a while, I guess, moving forward. Um, but October of 2019, he actually missed his federal court hearing because Jessica, he had a toenail infection. Ouch. And he didn't want to be walking around in his boot and have, because he had his, had to have his toenail removed and he didn't want anyone to step on his foot. Um. Yes. Okay. He was given new charges. Uh, apparently he received a charge of bribery and obtaining a false ID for an unidentified woman. He's in so 1994, slimy. Which would be his first wife who he received, he bought a fake ID saying that she was 18 and not 15. Yes. Um. I mean, it's really bad. Um, <laughs> now 20 January of 2020 season two of surviving R Kelly comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look good. We definitely got to watch this shit. Yeah. March, 2020. Uh, there's been an, another update to his indictments. They add five acts of racketeering charges and four more counts of violating the man act for allegedly coercing and transporting women and girls across state lines to engage in illegal sexual activity in August of 2020. R. Kelly was punched in the face um, in his jail cell by a fellow inmate and his attorneys called for his release from jail because it was an unsafe for him. He paid that person <laughs> to punch him in the face. Uh, they denied <laughs> his appeal to be released, um, but his trial was delayed due to the pandemic. So he got some time. Um, now in June of 21, he was moved to a Brooklyn jail because remember he had committed a lot of crimes in Brooklyn and I guess they paid a large amount of money for his extradition there, so whatever. Um, and in August of 2021, the jury selection begins for Kelly's trial and the opening arguments begin August 18, 2021. Now I'm not gonna go into all of the, like what went down in court, um, cause I, I already talked a lot about his life and shit, but uh, after he was in court, see what was the exact date? Fairly recently. It was a, it was a five week trial. So, I mean, that's pretty long. Okay. Um, which means there's a lot of shit to talk about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it doesn't look good. Um, during the trial, apparently his team had tried to, uh, say that he had experienced childhood trauma and that's what led to his accident. He had a, a psychiatrist expert who had told him, had basically said that it was all because of his childhood trauma or whatever. Which, like, maybe, but it still doesn't fucking excuse anything. No. Okay. You're an adult. Um, now, when the trial was over, uh, the jury had, what is it, convened? Is that what that is? Basically, they, they meet up and talk, try to figure out what they're going to do. Okay. Um, it took a whole day, so they spent a whole day in court, but they did come back finding him guilty on almost every charge. Well, good. So, sentencing would take place, but because of the pandemic, still going on, I guess it was extended for like a fuck or delayed for like a fucking year. So in June of 2022, finally, R. Kelly is sentenced to 30 years in prison. Oh, wow. 30 years in prison. That's pretty big. Yeah. 
Um, just feel like it should be more than that. It yeah. should be a lot more. Yeah. Well, by the time he's out of prison, he'll be like 85. So whatever, dude, he's still going to, he's still going to be get, R. Kelly. He's going to get right back to it if he can. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I, I had mentioned that uh, I had found an article that came out, uh, literally yesterday. Um, apparently R Kelly and his attorneys had asked for, um, the sentence to be reduced by 11 years because his conviction, um, apparently didn't add up for the sex abuse of teen girls for certain things. So that's going to be going on right now. That's his, I mean, appeal. he's appealing his sentence, trying to get it reduced by over a third. Um, and if his lawyers know what they're doing, they can probably do it. Cause that means arguably something in the courtroom was done wrong. Habeas corpus petition. Something like that. Yeah. So they're trying to remove the charges. I mean, mind you, it, these are like, this is a big fucking deal. If They'll right. probably resentence or retrial or something. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so that'll be happening now is that his team is trying to uh, make sure this was Friday. This was my birthday, early Friday morning that they had sent the petition in. So we'll see. It's apparently the story doesn't end. And I'm about to look up right now surviving R. Kelly so that I can <laughs> tell you where to go and watch it, listeners, <laughs> because holy shit. And Jessica, I didn't even read everything. I had to like pound through this shit. Okay. That's a lot of shit. So surviving R. Kelly. Let's see. Where do you, can you watch it? Oh, you can watch on Netflix. Dope. Uh, oh shit. So that was surviving R. Kelly from 2019. There's also surviving R. Kelly part two, the reckoning, <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Okay. Uh, also on Netflix and surviving R. Kelly part three. Let's see. Has this even come out yet? It just came out January of 23. Oh my God. Just came out. So surviving R. Kelly part three, the final chapter. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, They're going to have a movie just, franchise. Listen, like there, I, I guess there is a tiny chance he's not as absolutely God awful as he's seeming. Absolutely not. He's but probably it's like, worse. It's like a decimal. No. To a hundred. He's probably worse than what we just heard. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That was why I wanted to talk about him. But that's what it is. It's largely 99.9% chance he's way worse than everyone oh, is, yeah. is able to see. That's right. God, that's so awful. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I won't have time to talk about the murder. It was pretty cool. It was some, some dude murdered his wife while she was wrapping Christmas presents for their kids. Didn't you already tell us that one? Nope. Well, oh, sorry. The gifts were already wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that one. No, this is, he the murdered guy. her while she was wrapping the gifts. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, it was wild, but you know, we don't have time, so sorry. Maybe you can tell it during the break and we'll um, make it a patron-only story. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Okay, maybe I will. A spoiler alert, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> you said she was murdered, she was so. Very murdered. <laughs> That's what murdered means. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> You're dumb. Uh, but yes, I was very glad that I got to read up on R. Kelly because that I didn't, was a lot of garbage. Dude. I didn't know how bad I it had was. no idea it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, because it's he's a rap artist or hip hop artist. or I don't know what he uh, technically he would be an R&B R singer. OK, I, I mean, I don't know shit about music. I don't know the difference. So R&B, whatever. I knew he was skeevy, but honestly, most of them are. I feel like a lot of people are. All of them, like not all of them, but most of them. Yeah, I, it, well, it's easy when uh, you have that much power and money. Like that temptation it, all around you. It's very easy to do it. Right. Not that everyone does it. 
And it's right. just so simple. And it's so simple to get away with it. Also, people are fucking throwing themselves at you. Mm -hmm. You gain celebrity status. And Look, is it his fault that 15 year old girls wanted to fuck him? No. It's not his fault. Is it his fault for fucking them? Yeah. Yes, that is your fault. Well, on that note, I think that it's time that we just go to the break. Yeah. <laughs> You've given me a lot to think about. <laughs> Well, and now you have, I think there's like 15 episodes of Surviving R. Kelly that you have to watch now. <laughs> I, I was never, I was never a fan of R. Kelly. I like R. Kelly. I, I just never was a fan. I, I didn't, it's not like I heard his stuff and thought, ew, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, I just, I've never listened to his shit. I just his, he's very talented. His voice is amazing. And he did the Trapped in the Closet series, which was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> that was funny. You made me sit through the whole thing. Yes. That was funny. Um, hilarious. But he's a pedophile. But and, he's disgusting. And I hope he goes to prison for a lot longer than 30 years. Mm -hmm. I hope this appeal somehow <laughs> fucks him up. leads fucks him over. to like double the amount of time. Well, because think about it. If it backfires and in the appeal uh, that he wins, right? So those charges would be essentially mistrialed. Then they can retry them. And in that process, a new investigation would start where they could dig up even more stuff. Right. And I hope they do. Yeah, uh, he's terrible. And I hope that someone kills him in prison and becomes known as the man who murdered R. Kelly. Like the R. Kelly killer. The R. Kelly killer. <laughs> oh, that's cool right there. <laughs> and with that, let's break. Pee on him too. Piss all over him. Santa's fade. He was here too long ago. You like him, do you? He reminds me of someone. That movie looks fucking terrible. It was. If it, you're listening. It was that whole, like, remember Anne Rice? No. Like, really popular for a long time? No. She basically wrote porn. So Anne Rice, basically the like vampire club scene. Yeah. As far as I know, was inspired by like her books. Remember Interview with a Vampire? Yeah. She wrote that. That I thought was a good story. I thought it was really cool. Interesting. And I really liked the movie. But then it turned into this, like it devolved into this weird vampire, like fan fiction, vibey, cheesy thing. Yeah. Uh, I just looked it up. She died two years ago. She was 80. Anne Rice? Yeah. Oh, dang. Bitch was old writing porn. Interview with the Vampire was the first one, and the third one was The Queen of the Damned. Yeah. So those are supposed to be in, like, the same universe? Right. Now, the movies were made by different Very people. Very different people. So it's not going to look familiar that way. But I also never read the books. So maybe the books... It makes more sense. Maybe it makes less sense. Did you I see just, that they made no idea. they made a TV show of Interview with the Vampire? No. Oh, it looks like dog shit. I was I argued with Dad the other day because you know Dad fucking loves oh my God. Underworld. He fucking loves terrible movies and thinks that they're like Oscar worthy. Underworld. Underworld was bad, dude. Okay. It's bad. I loved it, but it was bad. Yes. It was it's, fun. It's a great action movie. It was a lot of fun, but it's a bad movie. Yes. <laughs> it, it just was, is. It was a fun action movie. The costume, set design, like world building, all that was very fun. I get it. Acting, 
pretty good. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. In all that patent leather. But no matter how much money you threw at that, that was never going to be a good movie. No. Rap. You can rap gifts. You can you can rap lyrics. You can you can put on a rap. You know, like wrap yourself in like a, a rap. So, like a sorry. No. I mean, yeah, you can wrap that. You can also. wrap that. <laughs> you can also, um, at your wedding. Yeah. Me and the other bridesmaids wore wraps. Okay. You know, to keep yeah. warm. Yeah. You can, you can, you can wrap your leftovers up. In saran wrap. Saran wrap. Yeah. Saran wrap is a really nifty product. Truly ahead of its time. So useful and versatile. <laughs> it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It will stand the test of time. It has, and it will. You know whose products I'm sure will also prove to stand the test of time because of how versatile and incredibly useful and cool they are. Uh, ooh. Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us just like we love you. you're going to Hogwarts. Yeah. I, uh, I got my acceptance letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm building a legacy, you might say. Oh, what's, what's your, what's your name? I don't remember. It's basically my name. You just, so it's my middle name. Yeah. Nicole. Cause I wanted it to be me, but I didn't want it to be exactly me. I wanted it to, to be like a more British version of me. Okay. So I used my middle name with a name that sounds similar to my maiden name, which is your last name. Nicole growler (laughs) (laughs) no i I put nicole hunter because fowler is a bird hunter yeah and so Mm -hmm. i just put hunter okay took the bird um what what house did you join slytherin (gasps) the best one that is the best house it is the best house wow i know um and approximately how many people have you murdered i i lost count I got straight up cocked. What? Yeah, like, I mean, dicked real hard. What do you mean? Because everything had said, you know, I was ready to play it or whatever. And I was like, oh, and I waited and then was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just buy it or whatever. Went and bought it. Yeah, I was like, whatever, you know. And uh, come to find out, I can't actually download the game for like 50 days or some shit. And I was like, what the shit? Yeah, Yeah, I have to wait till April 4th. And I'm not about to go buy a new PlayStation just so I can play it early or anything like yeah. that. So I was like, dang, like I just, I got penised. You did. I fucking Warner brothers has, has cocked me. They did. They cocked you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right in your cock. They straight up my cock. Mm-hmm. 
right, we're back from the break. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't know you were going to speak. Sorry. That's fine. We're back. And here we are. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to spin the wheel. Okay. Okay. Choose a rap name for each other. So you get to choose my rap name. Lil Pee Pee. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm going to be Lil Pee Pee? <laughs> yeah. What does it stand for? What does Pee Pee stand for? No one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just, I'm Lil Pee Pee? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd probably be a successful rapper, if I'm being honest. I think so. I'd get face tattoos for sure. Instead of, what What about, you know how there's like, duh baby? Uh-huh. You'd be like, duh chode. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Your name is PETA. PETA? Yep. Spelled? You spell it. You're the you're the the artist. You're choosing the name. You tell me. I can tell you how little PP is spelled. <laughs> well, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's L I L space P P. Two it, P's. It's P E A D A. P E A D A. Yeah. What's that mean? PETA. Oh, of course. Does it mean anything? Uh, but what does it mean to you? It's just a, a funny name, silly name. And in America, it, that's all it would be. They would just think of you as a funny name. You're naming me after the Philippine Agriculture and Economic Development Association? No, I'm naming you because in America, they would just know you as PETA and that's fine. But when you go on your international tour and you go to England, sounds like a pedophile. They call they say pedo. I know, but they say when they say the whole word, it's pedophile. I'm not going to name you pedo. That's just wrong. You, and plus, you're I a mean, girl. We're going to put the a, make it feminine. Yeah, I know, but people are just going to associate that with like peta, like the the animal. No, but it's spelled different. Conservation organization. It's spelled different or, than that. No, I know, but it sounds the same. Jessica, literally, this is a long running joke that if, will only be funny when you go to England. If I go to Greece, they're just going to associate me with delicious bread. Probably, but when you go to England, it's a pedophile. I don't think they're going to think that about me. They will. They will Mm-mm. think that. That's what they're going to call you. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, fine. Because then my follow-up act will be little PP. <laughs> oh, that actually, <laughs> that might make it funnier. <laughs> <laughs> that might be better, actually. It's we're a duo. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we're collaborating. <laughs> okay. Whatever. That's all I got all on right. that. And well, I, that's fine. It was quick. I'm PETA. Yep. PETA. Not even like... Something cool sounding or like like quirky, you know, Megan the Stallion, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim. I'm surprised you didn't just extend it like PETA the file. No, that's 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 too far. PETA defile. No. No, that makes me sound like a really weird dominatrix. Yeah. No. I'm thinking more of something like uh mm, it, it, it's a work in progress, but like horse queen, but uh the S in horse is a dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> and queen is spelt with a K. It's K W E E N. Mm, yeah. Horse queen. We'll work on it. We'll have to work on it for sure. <laughs> whatever. It's a work in progress. I thought of mine really fast. But okay. And it was a winner. Whatever. It was a winner. Whatever. PETA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now let's move into my contribution to this episode, Jacob. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Can you, what are you, what are you rapping? Well, I'm not going to rap anything. I'm just going to talk about things that very stereotypically are wrapped up in stuff. Mummies. <gasps> the Egyptian kind. <laughs> the Egyptian kind. Yeah. Are there other kinds? Yeah. Oh, 
Well, something that's mummified is just something that its body was preserved really well for a long time. You can mummify something on purpose. That's what the Egyptians did. But you can also, your body can be mummified by accident. That's happened a lot, actually. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, because mummified doesn't mean necessarily that it was wrapped up. It just means it was preserved. Yeah. And that doesn't mean either um, extracting like your organs and like doing the whole ritual sort of thing. So if you die in while climbing Mount Everest and you freeze and your body is frozen, it won't decompose. Would that be a mummified corpse? I don't know. I think so. Huh. There are apparently a lot of bodies up there. I know. <laughs> to the point that like they serve as landmarks for people going up to the top now. Yeah. It's rough. Like, you know, you know you're at this altitude when you dangerous. see blue jacket, yellow backpack or whatever. Yeah. It's too dangerous to remove the bodies. Yep. So they just leave them there. They can't like send helicopters up there to lift them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, they did in that that one um, uh, film, uh, the documentary. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Mm. He was on the top. Mm -hmm. The very they helicoptered him off. Right. Anyway, uh, mummies. (laughs) Yes, mummies. Um, I'm not going to be talking about the mummies themselves, but more so the curses left behind by them, (gasps) or at least left behind for them. That is, I'm going to be talking about the curse of the pharaohs. AKA the mummy's curse. Okay. Was that like when they were like putting their like weird labyrinth tombs? Yeah. In the, in a yeah. pyramid or something. Yeah. Stereotypically in like the movies and stuff. Yeah. You break open a wall and there's like an ex- inscription above it that says, don't break this or your life is getting fucked. And people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, but I've spent all this money to travel here to dig up this body. And so they break it open anyway. And then, you know, they die or something. Can you imagine it just says like, open this and you're going to get fucked. But then like hier- <laughs> hieroglyphics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, actually, I could imagine that. I think that'd be that. dope. <laughs> okay. So, obviously, uh, the idea of there being, like, a mummy's curse over the tomb of some dead Egyptian, it's been widely exaggerated and dramatized because the idea of deadly curses in ancient mysterious tombs is incredibly entertaining. Yeah. It mm-hmm. just is. They've made many films about it. Several films, actually, yeah. Especially in movies like Pharaoh's Curse. There's another movie, a video game actually called Pharaoh's Curse. There's a Twilight Zone episode called The Pharaoh's Curse. Lots of things with... Brendan Fraser. As creative or even less creative titles. Like Some the of them get all the way down to just The Mummy. <laughs> you know? Okay, that movie was awesome, though. It so. was fantastic. <laughs> I really liked it. So, A Mummy's Curse is supposed to be a curse that's cast on whoever disturbs the mummy or like digs up its bones or steals from the tomb or whatever, especially a Pharaoh because they were Egyptian Kings. Yes. These curses were supposed to give bad luck or illness or death or all of the above. Historically, these kinds of curses were never really a thing except for in very real or in very rare instances. Ancient Egyptians didn't really worry about people breaking into tombs. From what I could read, it was like a culture thing. So it just wasn't really a thing that happened or that they worried about very much. And so, yes, there were like curses over tombs, but only really in few cases. And that was mostly with private tombs for super important people, especially in the Old Kingdom era, also known as the Age of the Pyramids, by the way. So here are some examples of those curses. There was a tomb of Anktifi. Okay. Don't know who that was, but they were important enough to have a cursed tomb. Dope. And in their tomb, it contains a warning that says, loosely translated something like this. Any ruler who dot, 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 
shall do evil or wickedness to this coffin, dot, 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 may Heman, which was a, a deity of some kind, not accept any goods he offers, and may his heir not inherit. So, fuck you and fuck your children. Um, yeah. Defile my shit, and your entire fucking family's cursed. Yes, but not in, like, a deadly way. It's like they don't want you to be financially successful. So it's fucked up, but, like, not, <laughs> not evil. <laughs> I curse you in the worst thing I could think of. Being poor. <laughs> you and your family will be fucking poor. <laughs> Remain poor, trash. Yeah, then we move on to the tomb of Kentika Ikeki. Okay. So inside of this person's tomb, there's an inscription that says as follows. As for all men who shall enter this by tomb, dot, 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 impure, dot, 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 there will be judgment, dot, 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 an end shall be made for him, dot, 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 I shall seize his neck like a bird, dot, dot, dot. I shall cast the fear of myself into him. A little creepier. A little creepier. I mean, he's going to fucking bird Turn into bird a bird and his fucking neck. grab your neck or something. Yeah. Like, that's pretty scary. It's a little creepy. Um, They're really into ellipses. Um, Yeah, I, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm communicating what I'm reading as well as possible. I think there was a lot in between those dot, dot, dots that just wasn't clear enough for them to quote. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. That's that was my best guess anyway. So curses after the old kingdom era aren't as common. They're even more rare. So it was already rare then, even more rare after that. But they did become much more severe. So there was this guy, Zahi Hawass, famous Egypt Egyptologist, and he translated an example of another another one of these curses. Okay. This one says cursed be those. This is another translation, so this isn't exactly what it says, but Cursed be those who disturb the rest of a pharaoh. They that shall break the seal of this tomb shall meet death by a disease that no doctor can diagnose. Probably like So AIDS. like you're not going to die, <laughs> but you're going to be fucked forever. Yeah. Until you do die. In 1699, someone named Louis Penisher wrote about how a Polish traveler purchased two mummies. Oh, that's fun. Yes. And then embarked on a journey over the sea with the mummies in his cargo hold. He was alarmed because on this journey, he recorded having recurring visions of two specters Ooh. and that the trip was very stormy and that the storms didn't stop until they threw the mummies overboard. Ooh, see, that would be a cool it's, movie. It's old. Who knows how true yeah. that is? But that's pretty creepy. Back to Zahi Hawas. OK, I guess he has some stories about some shitty things happening to people after being all up in some of these tombs. Oh, yeah. Can't do that. He said that when he was young, he was excavating, uh, had to transport several artifacts. He said the day that he did that, his cousin died. Okay. I mean, cousins die all the time. Exactly one year after that, on the anniversary of the death of his cousin, his uncle died. And then three years after that happened, on the exact same day, his aunt died. Oh, shit. Okay. A little bit of a coincidence for yeah. sure. Who knows? Then he said years later, he was excavating the tombs uh, of the builders of the pyramids of Giza. And he encountered another curse and it was written as follows. Wait, in the, the in the pyramid of Giza? Mm -hmm. That's like the biggest one, right? I mean, I guess I don't know that it was in the pyramids. It was the tombs of the people who built it. So I don't know that that was in the pyramid. Fuck, if you died, they just threw your ass in the fucking pyramid? No idea. Damn. So the curse read as follows. All people who enter this tomb who will make evil against this tomb and destroy it. May the crocodile be against them in the water and snakes against them on land. May the hippopotamus be against them in water, the scorpion on land. 
basically just get eaten by all the worst kinds of animals we can think like, of. Like, fuck you. Literally, <laughs> literally, you are not safe anywhere you go. Everything will try to kill you. Yeah. The tomb that inspired what we typically see in like movies is the tomb of Tutankhamun. Yes. A.K.A. the Boy King, A.K.A. King Tut. Yep. The most popular one. So it was discovered in 1922 by a team of people led by Howard Carter and joined and funded by George Edward Stanhope Molino Herbert Fifth Earl of Carnarvon. That was one person? That's a single person. Oh my God. I literally thought you were just like busting through a whole bunch of names real quick. No, that's the one man who funded the project. Okay. And this was in, you said 1922. Okay. So a few months after the, after the tomb was opened and maybe like six weeks before the press really started reporting on uh, mummy's curse or whatever, which by the way, like what made them start reporting on a mummy's curse at all before it, literally anybody had died. I guess the way this all got started was some random journalist named Marie Corelli wrote this letter to the New York World Magazine where she quoted just a book she had found, not even necessarily one that had to do with mummies. Okay. So she quoted that um, the this book, whatever book it was, asserted that dire punishment would follow any intrusion into a sealed tomb. And that is all it took for the media to go crazy over it. <laughs> and so every paper and every magazine was talking about the mummy's curse and how they need to be careful, blah, blah, Because she quoted a fucking fantasy novel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. So the media was already talking about there being a curse on King Tut's tomb before anything had actually happened as a result of it. Now, six weeks after that began, people did start to die. But like, how? Well, I'm sorry to report, Jacob, the first to go was Lord Carnarvon. Um, Are you, do you need a reminder? Who was that? Lord George Edward Stanhope Molino Herbert, fifth Earl of Carnarvon. Oh yes, of course. He was the fifth one. You might have him confused with the other four. Yes, yes. I thought that was his father. I, that's understandable. Okay. Forgive me. So before Lord Carnarvon died and anybody else, the media had people so spooked about an actual mummy's curse, even Benito Mussolini had been, I guess, given an Egyptian money, mummy as a gift and it freaked him out so bad he had them move it away. Huh. He had his like people take it somewhere else. That was the Italian dude? Mm-hmm. Fucking he was the, 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 the dictator. fascist leader, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, he was scared of mummies? It freaked him out, yeah. Didn't like it. Anyway, Lord Carnarvon. He died after cutting a mosquito bite while shaving. What? Apparently, cutting the mosquito bite led to a nasty infection that spread throughout his blood and into his lungs, causing blood poisoning and pneumonia. Fuck, what a shitty way to go. So, I guess this, specifically Lord Carnarvon, or Lord of Carnarvon, whatever, has been depicted in many stories about the discovery of King, Tun King Tut's tomb, and his death has been very dramatized. But yeah. So it's kind of become sort of it, a legend. It would be very instant, I'm assuming, in the movie. Like he made a cut and then- Very dramatic. Blood starts boiling and he dies or something. It took him a while to die. Yeah. It. Mm, I would imagine that a blood infection doesn't happen like overnight. Right. I would imagine so as well. But it didn't look like he was dying to everyone else around him, apparently. Oh. So he was, I believe, in Cairo from, if I'm remembering, I didn't have it. I didn't manage to put it in my notes, but I am pretty sure. Oh, no, I do have it in my notes. He was in Cairo in a hotel. And according to like whoever was around him, it looked like he just dropped dead out of nowhere. Wow. There are some reports that all of the lights in the hotel he was in went out at the time of his death. Some people, and this may be where a lot of the drama comes in, say that all of the lights in Cairo went out when he dropped dead. 
But then again, there's also a rumor that his dog dropped dead at the exact same time. <laughs> and yes, it, it is mysterious, you know, the lights going out, reports of that. There were lots of people saying it. It was also very sensationalized at the time. Yeah. The dog thing was a weird. That was a weird a, add on. A weird add to that. Yeah. Um, and Lord Carnarvon was also prone to lung infections. And so his immune system was way fucked way before all of this happened. Okay. So it was probably that. So nicking a mosquito bite did him in. I guess it did. That's unfortunate. So Lord Carnarvon, he is gone. Yeah. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Hey. The creator the, of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He was super superstitious. Extra Extra superstitious. Yeah. I guess he ended up giving his two cents about this dude dying to the papers and stuff. Okay. That were already like, mummy's curse. Oh, everyone's going to die. And he ends up saying that he believes that Lord Carnarvon's death was caused by elementals created by King Tut's priests and uh, invoked to guard the royal tomb of the boy king, which did nothing but make the media go even crazier. Elementals? I don't What the fuck does he know? We haven't even, no one's even mentioned an elemental on the hieroglyphs hey, of the warnings. Do what you're good at. Write Sherlock Holmes novels. Yeah. Anyway. The next person, George J. Gould. Yeah. He was a wealthy American financier. Okay. And all he did was visit the tomb in 1923. That's a year after it was discovered. Okay. He fell sick almost immediately afterward. Oh, no. And didn't recover. He It took him a few months, but he died of pneumonia. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So we got two lung diseases. Uh-huh. It is rumored that Lord Carnarvon's half-brother also suffered from King Tut's curse just by being related to Dang. Lord Carnarvon. His name was Aubrey Herbert. His name was Aubrey. Yeah, I thought that was a girl's <laughs> name, but I guess it's not just a girl's name. So Aubrey Herbert, he was born with some kind of eye condition and had become completely blind late in his life. Okay. So a doctor suggested that his, please keep in mind, this is the early 1900s. Okay. He has an eye degenerative sort of condition. So he, his, had to, he had to bleed the ghosts out of his body <laughs> or something? Out of his teeth, actually. <laughs> the doctor suggested that his rotten, infected teeth were somehow interfering with his vision. I guess his teeth were also rotten and gross. He couldn't see them. <laughs> <laughs> he can't brush How them properly. How would you know? Yeah. In order to fix his eyes, uh, the doctor pulled out every single tooth in Aubrey Herbert's head. Oh, my God. You know, to fix his sight. It didn't work. But... Aubrey Herbert did die of sepsis as a result. Oh my God. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Now that happened five months after the death of Lord Carnarvon. That doesn't sound like it's related to mummies to me. Not at all. But the papers talked about it anyway. Next, American Egyptologist, e Egyptologist Aaron Ember. Okay. He was friends with a lot of the people who were present when King Tut's tomb was discovered and opened actually. He died in 1926. Okay. His house in Baltimore burned down. Oh, shit. I guess it was actually less than an hour after he and his wife were having like a party. So there was a shit ton of people there mm -hmm. an hour before that. Then they left. Then the house caught on fire. And he could have exited. Exited. Am I saying that right? Exited? I don't know what the fuck you're trying he to say. He <laughs> could have exited. Exited? <laughs> oh, my God. I must be really tired. It doesn't even sound like I'm saying it correctly then. You don't pronounce the T very hard. Exited. If you're going to say it like an American. Exited. Exited. You got to say Even fast. that doesn't say it you have sound to say fast. right. Exited. Exit. Exited. Exited. Oh, yeah. now it sounds correct. Yes, Jessica. Anyway, he could have escaped his home. 
all of that. <laughs> he could have gotten out safely, his wife as well, but his wife encouraged him to go and save the manuscript of a book he'd been working on while she went to rescue their son. Like, no, yeah, don't was, worry that, about it. Go get your book. That's equal weight, right? And then she ditched to go and get the kid, stopped to tell him to get the book. She got his kid. He went for the book and all of them died. Oh my God, that's horrible. I know. How is that? How is that a thing? I don't know, dude. Like you don't tell your wife, go save yourself. I'm going to go, you know, rescue our child. Like, no, I'm going to go get my book. You go get the kid. It's not even a book, dude. It's a manuscript. Like it's in the (laughs) earliest of stages. He could have just redone it. Now, this might not sound like a, a mummy related thing, but the manuscript was the Egyptian book of the dead. Oh, that, that, that makes it way more interesting. So the press. I'm not going to lie. I forgot we were talking about mummies for a second there. Uh-huh. I got so mad at this fucking manuscript. Right. Now, he didn't actually visit the, the tomb, but he was associated with a lot of the people who did and was writing this manuscript. It was the very manuscript that spelled his doom, mm. which is why it's relevant. Next, uh, someone named Bethel was Lord Carnarvon's secretary and actually the very first person to enter the tomb behind uh Carter, who was leading the the like excavation. Why the fuck was a secretary the number two in? No idea. But Bethel died in 1929. And I guess the circumstances were suspicious. Bethel was actually found smothered in his room in some like ritzy gentleman's club in London. Mm. And so not long after that happened, uh, some news article was published that said the suggestion was that the Honorable Richard Bethel. Does that mean he was a judge? I don't know. In England. I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, that he'd come under the curse was raised last year when there was a series of mysterious fires in his home um, where some of the priceless finds from King Tut's tomb were stored. Interesting. Yeah. The fact that he was smothered in some ritzy gentleman's club makes it sound like he was uh, fucking a rich man and the rich man got carried away and fucking murdered him. Yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. Like he was a little butt boy for somebody. Little, little butt boy. Little butt boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also pretty sure the, so he may have been a butt boy for Lord Carnarvon. Probably. As well, because I'm pretty sure it was Lord Carnarvon who brought him like a little gift after the King Tut trip. And if I read correctly, it was actually one of the hands of the mummies they found in there. Ew. Yeah. He had it encased in like glass or something and then brought it to him as like, like a really weird paperweight. Ew. Something like that. And it was supposed to be like, I I think this is just rumor, but some news articles were saying that it had like an inscription on like a golden bracelet or something that was like, you know, you're going to get fucked if you take anything from this tomb or something like that. And he ended up getting fucked probably in that gentleman's club. (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) And he died. Mm -hmm. All right. It's dangerous out there for the butt boys. So something else weird that, may have never happened was this guy, James Henry breasted. Yes. That was his name. Breasted. Breasted. Nice. He, I guess had come home one day and had like a canary in a birdcage. Okay. Just a pet. Sure. When he walked into his home, the canary was dead and there was a cobra inside the cage. Whoa. That had, you know, presumably eaten his bird. That sounds like someone with a really poor sense of humor. (laughs) Right. Thought it, thought it would be hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
so nothing really shitty other than that happened to him. It was just really weird that there was Dang. a cobra in I his was waiting house. for you to say his fucking canary fucking bird grabbed it bird grabbed his throat and fucking killed him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh the bird grabbed it, it grabbed its throat. <laughs> yeah, no, uh that was a pretty much the only thing. And then Howard Carter, which was the man who headed the whole like excavation thing, nothing shitty happened to him at all. He lived to sixty four. He died of lymphoma. But oh, yeah. I mean, other than that, a really happy life. Nothing to really write home about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just thought it was weird that all these other people got absolutely fucked and nothing happened to him at all. Maybe he didn't take anything. Maybe. I don't, didn't, I mean, there was, look, Aubrey (laughs) wasn't even there and his teeth got all rotten and he died of sepsis. Yeah. How fair is that? It's not very fair. It's not. Mm -mm. Anyway, all that to say the curse of the mummy, it's probably nothing. (laughs) (laughs) all right so to sum up uh it's all a hoax probably it's probably nothing (laughs) (laughs) okay well you know i'm gonna spin the wheel okay you've lost all your skin and must now choose something new to wrap yourself in ew so i think this means that your body your your meat and your bone is is wrapped in skin. I hate that that rhymed. And now your skin is gone. Did TJ send that? That's a serial killer question. Yeah, yeah, Ew. that was TJ. He wants to know what you would like to be wrapped in when he take when he removes all of your skin. Is this future planning? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Hmm. Well, you know what, Jacob, you span. I did. I did spawned. Um. Fuck. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Like, cause I'm imagining, you know, that I would be alive and I would just walk around day to day and like my new skin would be this said thing. Cause like my initial thought is like, oh, velvet, that'd be cool. But like, would it be, would it be cool to have velvet fucking skin? No, no. Because people like, I don't know, Danny, your wife would only be able to rub you one way for it to feel nice. Yeah. And the other way would be gross. It'd be gross and disgusting. Also, how are you supposed to, you know, have sex with velvet fucking penises? You can't. I mean, you could. Are you just- it how, would you be how, is, how is anyone going to suck my velvet balls? <laughs> It'd be so linty, probably. <laughs> Just get a lot of like, you know, shit in your mouth. Yeah. No. Um, what if you had, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, I'm shooting for convenience. No, yeah, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go with velvet. Just velvet? <laughs> velvet. Why wouldn't you choose like silk or something? Nah, velvet. Okay. Because like, I'm imagining like that I would look like Doja Cat when she went to the Grammys. Oh, <laughs> oh! The uh, when she had like the, the was that the Grammys? Oh, I don't know where she was. Where she had like the red, the like, like stones all over her face. Yeah. yeah, I'd look like that almost. Oh, or were they like crystals? I thought they were like Swarovski crystals or something. Something fancy. I don't know. Yeah, but I definitely wouldn't want to have rock skin. That's no. for sure. Terry can't thrust up all on that. You know, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not without some injury. No, you know what? I mean, eventually, yes. He'd have to build up a, a course. The friction. Uh, he would, basically, would he would have to. Would smooth me out. No, no, no. What's the when you like when you work a lot with your hands and they get a callus. Callus. He'd have to callus up his penis. His whole, <laughs> his whole body. <laughs> he would just be calloused. He'd look like well, a no, burn victim. That's the my, the skin on the outside is what would have the stones. This there's no no skin on the inside. No, but he's got to get he's got to get there, Jess. Oh, yeah, but you just open it. (laughs) (laughs) And then it doesn't have to, you know, doesn't have to hurt. Okay. (laughs) You know, just like that. I don't want to see it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't need to know how you open your labes. <laughs> it's so easy. It's convenient. Just <laughs> stop. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So you're, what are you then? Are you, you said you're going to be all stony? No, I don't want to be made of stone. I want it to be flexible, but pleasant to the touch. Uh, you could stay in theme. Egyptian cotton. You'll be a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No? No. What about a wicker? The wicker woman? Yeah, it'd be the wicker woman. It could be the star of like a sequel. Yeah. They're going to set me on fire at the end. Yeah. You bring him back. He didn't actually die. He escaped. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he burned his face. And so now he's played by, I don't know, John Travolta or something. Why? I don't know, he's played by a different actor, but it's the same person. That's so that you don't have to work with him. I feel like if I was made... If I, my skin was like cotton or like any kind of breathable fabric, it would just like get all these like gross stains on it all the time. You'd have to wash, wash up, just well, keep, I, keep a Tide to, pen in your pocket at all I'd times. I'd be Tide penning myself all the time. Yeah. That's toxic. Like they can't be good for me. So do you think you'd still be able to see your nipples or do you think your nipples would be covered as well? Like what I have. If it's my skin, then naturally my nipples would still be darker. What I have velvet everywhere except for the circles where my nipples are. Well, no, because that's still skin. So that's you would have velvet skin. nipples. Would they still get hard? I don't know. I'm thinking yes. Because you still have, you would still have nerves. These are weird questions. So answer it, Jessica. So I, okay, Egyptian cotton. <laughs> 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 no, silicon. <laughs> it's, it feels as close and to real human skin as possible. I thought you were going to say like metal or something. Metal? my A metal body? Like platinum. Just like chrome? Yeah, just fucking be an actual fembot mm -hmm. walking around. That'd be kind of cool, actually. You couldn't sneak anymore, though. Well, I couldn't be in the sun for too long either. It would get too hot. I, I, probably, I probably can't be in the sun at all. With the velvet? I'd overheat. I'd die. It doesn't seem like very breathable fabric. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I would be fine in my Egyptian cotton oh, you'd be, skin. Oh, you would be thriving. I would be perfect. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, it's Jessica. God, I hated that question. That was retarded. <laughs> well, Jessica, it is time to wrap up this show. Oh, see what I did there? That was really clever. See what I did there? All right, drop a beat. No. <laughs> Come on. No. Whatever. If you like what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can share it with anyone that you hate or you love. Anyone at all. Share it with grandma. Share it with your neighbors and your coworkers. People who are alive, people who have been mummified. It's, um, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Maybe you share it with that special someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could write on a Valentine's card. What listen to Three Shots in Spotify, iTunes, and yeah. many more. Yeah, if you're if you're going for one of those uh, Valentine's Day uh, tattoo flash sales, tell the tell the tattoo artist. Listen to Three Shots in. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can do it. You know they're doing that. They're doing couples tattoos flashes. Really? Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's gonna be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I told Danny that she should get a. Um, she should have a, a a lock, and you can get a key. No, I was thinking more like on her left shoulder, she'd get a bottle of tequila. Uh-huh. Um, and on my right shoulder, I'd get a Mexican drinking worm. I don't get it. Because the Mexican drinking worm goes in the bottle of tequila. But it's already inside the bottle. It's not on the outside of the bottle. That's because I will be inside of the bottle. She's the bottle? Yeah. Her body's the bottle? Yeah, we're going to pork. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, feel free and totally go do it. Visit our website, threeshotsin.com. Yes, on there we have a link that will lead you to our PayPal single-time donation. Um, you know, one-time donation. Yeah. No ties or commitments. No, just- Totally casual, no labels. Just boom, here's $700. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But you could also, on top of that, 
go to our Patreon and subscribe there for $5 a month. That's right. You can subscribe there and you can tip us through PayPal. Mm -hmm. And all I'm saying is Iggy Azalea got over 15 grand in tips. And if she can do that, we we need to be doubling, tripling that. So we'll yeah. start that campaign. Oh, is it rookie numbers is mm -hmm. what we're working with. Yeah. And so. we've got some dynamite patrons, but we just need a few more, you know, just, just a, a few more, just a few yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, when you're on Patreon, by the way, patrons, um, you can listen to three shot cinema. That is a super exclusive Everyone wants to listen to it podcast. It's a wonderful time. We watch some terrible movies that you'll probably never want to watch, but now maybe you will because you'll hear all about them from us. You will be able to watch terrible movies through a hilarious spunky lens. Ooh, spunky. Spunky. I think my lens is spunky. Yeah. Quirky, silly lens. Yeah. Um, we will give you the play-by-play -play on all those movies so you don't have to watch them, and we'll be able to do that in a way that you will enjoy. That's right. Uh, we have coming up soon uh, Barbarian and Men. Mm -hmm. Both of those will be coming out very soon, uh, and then we'll probably do another one because it's a lot of fun. So, Not sure what we're going to do next. Terry is adamant that the next movie we watch is a Steven Seagal film. Uh, General Commander? Yeah. Yeah. Really don't want to watch that one. That sounds awesome. It sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> well, you said Steven Seagal, so. I know. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, next week, guess what the topic's going to be? What's it going to be? Mountain. Mountain. That's right. Ooh. Maybe it's like mountain ranges. Maybe it's like mountain ass, you know? Like that size? Oh, uh, was, it was a play on words, like mounting. Oh, like mountain. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going I'm, to I'm be mountain. You know, just like R. Kelly, mountained all those, you know, underage women. Oh, yeah. That's gross. I didn't want you to leave this episode on a high note. I wanted you to remember all that. I don't want to think about all that. That's, that's sad, huh? At least he's in prison. Yeah. He's probably going to make a fucking great album, though, when he gets out. He's probably working on it right now. I know. It's going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> okay. Except for his Christmas album. That was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye, everybody. Later. The guy who would turn into a rat? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rat McGee or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're close. You got it. Yeah. Rat fuck. Well, I mean, if you guys haven't seen the movies, you have no idea what we're talking about. We're talking about Hogwarts Legacy. You don't have to have seen the movies to know what the video game's called, but you would have had to see the movies or read the books to know who the who Ratfuck actually is.